Welcome to episode 5 of the Seeds of Success with RSR. In this episode, I will speak about enhancing our personal productivity. What I speak can relate to things in our personal life as well as in our professional careers. From the company chairman to the watchman, all have the same 24 hours in a day. Everyone would like to do as many things as possible in these 24 hours. While some accomplish more, there are others who always complain of no time. Or to say it in Hindi, time nahi milta hai. Once I was in a cab and got stuck in the busy roads of Mumbai. A conversation started with the cab driver and in some context I said, time nahi milta hai. I was pleasantly surprised when he responded rather forcefully, Sir, time koi cheej nahi hai, milne ke liye, time nikalna padta hai. What he meant was, time is not a thing that can be found. It has to be removed or created for whatever we want to do. That was wisdom coming from unexpected quarters. With the time nahi milta hai syndrome, some give up on many things that they are capable of doing. How do we get out of this? The answer to this lies in improving our personal productivity. A simple to-do list prepared first thing in the morning and scheduling different activities for the day. Of course, sticking to the list and schedule can help. I personally found this very effective in the early days of my career several years ago. These lists ensured I never missed on commitments to myself and to others. This enhanced my credibility manifold as a man of word. Today, we have time management apps also, though I personally still do better when I write my daily plans in my own hand. However, these simple time management tools are not enough. It is important to go beyond the to-do lists and apps if one has to progress in the long run. As David Kadavi says, it is about mind management, not time management. Stephen Covey, in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, refers to the circle of concern and circle of influence. We all have various concerns or worries around us at work as well as in life in general. Some are in our control, namely we can influence and solve them while some are beyond our control. Stephen Covey refers to these as the two circles of influence and concern. The circle of influence is the inner circle, usually much smaller than the outer circle, which is the circle of concern. What the concept emphasizes is that it is necessary to understand and focus on the things that are in the circle of influence. By concentrating on these, we can increase our productivity. In fact, as we do this, the circle of influence grows, meaning we can take charge of our work or life more and more. On the other hand, if we spend time on the things in the circle of concern, our energy is sapped 
and this reduces our productivity. The time spent in this circle, that is the circle of concern, goes futile as in any case we cannot produce results here. For example, at work we have more control on activities that we do rather than on the high level organizational policy on which we may have little influence. Or on a rainy day, as a simpler example, what is in our control is carrying an umbrella rather than trying to stop the rain. It is important to understand this difference. In my coaching practice, a number of my coaches have acknowledged the value of this concept, not only in managing their time better and enhancing their productivity, but also in changing how they looked at life. Stephen Covey also brings out the concept of important versus urgent activities. As a two by two matrix, he divides all the time we spend in various activities, say in a day, into four quadrants or boxes. These are quadrant one, activities that are urgent as well as important. Examples of activities in this quadrant are situations of crisis, pressing problems, activities driven by stiff deadlines, say a fire in the factory or a report that has to be delivered for a director's meeting or in personal life attending to a sick family member. These are important as well as urgent as they cannot wait. Quadrant two are all those activities that are not urgent but are important. Examples are self-development initiatives like upgrading knowledge, planning for the future, relationship building, reflecting on spotting new opportunities, recreation and exercise. Quadrant 3 contains all those activities that are urgent but not important. I repeat urgent but not important. Examples are interruptions like a telephone ringing and we do not know who is calling some emails, reports, some meetings and proximate matters. These are distractions which will impact productivity. It is said that if there is a distraction that lasts just 8 seconds, it will take 20 minutes to refocus. One can imagine the impact on productivity if these distractions are not controlled. So, beware of all those notifications on your smartphone. Quadrant 4 contains all those activities that are neither urgent nor important. These are activities that are like trivia, personal calls and social media, in work time, gossip. These are all time wasters, however attractive they may sound. It requires a lot of self-discipline to avoid this. The crux of Stephen Covey's concept of important versus urgent is that unfortunately 70 to 75 percent of the time goes into quadrant three and four for an average person. These are the two quadrants of least importance. Rest of the time goes into activities falling under quadrant one, the urgent 
and important. The casualty is quadrant two, into which pretty little time goes. As I said in an earlier podcast, less than one percent of people invest in themselves. Investing in oneself or self-development is, of course, a quadrant two activity, which is important. Successful people devote enough time to the quadrant two activities, and that greatly enhances personal productivity. Otherwise, the urgent will always usurp the important. In my work life, I have seen that colleagues who have not attended developmental initiatives, workshops, trainings, or seminars on the pretext of something urgent on their head have never again been able to attend such developmental events. The urgent always usurps the important. One important method to increase our productivity is to engage in deep work. Deep work is the opposite of shallow work. Shallow work is the result of a chalta hai attitude. Deep work is committing 100% attention and concentration to the job at hand. Bouncing between the email inbox, group chat notifications, pointless meetings is no way to get ahead in today's information economy. These are impediments to deep work. These are markers of busyness rather than of productivity. The concept of deep work was coined by Cal Newport, a renowned author and computer science professor at Georgetown University in 2012. His definition of deep work was professional activity performed in a state of distraction-free concentration. I repeat, distraction-free concentration that pushes your cognitive capabilities to their limit. Such efforts create new value, improve your skills and are hard to replicate. So necessary in this modern world. In today's times, excellence cannot be achieved by merely scratching the surface. As information expands and shifts, keeping up involves learning hard things quickly and applying that knowledge to produce work that is exceptional. He also says, the ability to perform deep work is becoming increasingly rare. At exactly the same time, it is becoming increasingly valuable in our economy. So, it is important for all of us to differentiate between deep work and shallow work and engage in deep work in all important matters. At the cost of repetition, I may say that knowing our priorities is very important to enhance our personal productivity. There is the story of a professor demonstrating a lesson on the importance of knowing one's priorities. He kept an empty bottle and a bowl each of stones and sand on the table. When the bottle was filled fully with sand, there was no place left for the stones. But when the bottle was first filled with stones, there was still some place for the sand to go in. The bottle represents time, the stones our priorities, and sand the non-priorities. The message is that there are priorities and non-priorities in life. 
we should first assign time for the priorities and still there will be time left for the non-priorities but if we do the opposite the non-priorities will occupy all the time this example is also related to the important urgent matrix of Stephen Corbett which we discussed earlier one more thing that we have to be careful about is not to celebrate fake work what is fake work fake work is engaging in activities which are not directly related to achieving our goals or objectives whether in life or at work but nevertheless engaging in those which makes us appear as very busy that's the reason these are called fake activities some examples of such activities are all talk no action in the light of in this is also called nato no action talk only this is a sign of fake work excessive research and intellectualization engaging in information overflow in pursuit of a perfection that is not necessary endless brainstorming overthinking to take an example in personal life endless window shopping i repeat endless window shopping without a purchase is a perfect example of fake activity and waste of time that leads to loss of personal productivity due to wastage of course of time and one more important guideline to increase our personal productivity is to embrace the wisdom of the 3d let me explain the 3d stands for discard delegate do in the many activities that a manager has to do in an organizational context one will find amongst them some that can be altogether discarded there are the time wasters these are the quadrant four of stephen covey's matrix that is the activities that can be discarded these are neither urgent nor important of the balance that remain some can be delegated delegation is a powerful tool that helps both the manager and the organization and to some extent this tool is available in our personal life too it relieves us from doing all by ourselves and allows us to focus on the important in an organizational context successful managers delegate whatever can be done by others and thus increase their own personal productivity as i said this can very well be applied in a personal context also tasks that can neither be discarded nor delegated have to be done focus on this though more pertinent in work life the three d's can be applied as i said in personal life at appropriate places to conclude the time nahi milta hai syndrome can definitely be overcome by enhancing our personal productivity the various tools we discuss for our enhancing our productivity are the simple to do lists which have to be stuck to stephen covey's circle of influence and circle of concern and applying the urgent versus important matrix engaging in deep work in whatever that we do knowing our priorities and of course practicing the 3d's
Thank you for listening to this episode. Hope you found it useful. I will keep coming back with more nuggets of wisdom regularly. Please subscribe to my podcast. Should you like to have a one-to-one chat with me on any goal you want to work on, dilemma or challenge you want to resolve, you can reach out to me for a coaching mentoring session on rsrmurthy4 at gmail.com. I'll say it again, rsrmurthy4 at the rate gmail.com. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you.